0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh-huh. The cocktail of the week this week is the Columbia, continuing in the Ivy League theme from last week.
1: Yeah. Do You want my impression? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, white rum, raspberry syrup, and lemon juice. I use strawberry syrup, which is a little more pedestrian but it was like not it's my It's pedestrian.
1: Favorite. That's what it is. It's pedestrian. <laughs> Such a good name. Good good description of an Ivy League drink. <laughs> Ooh, it's pedestrian. It
0: could be better.
1: My monocle fell out. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. No, it, it was very um, fruit forward and sweet tasting. Yeah, it's a the, little. The, 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 there wasn't a balance against the uh, sweetness of the fruit juice.
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: It's just not as good as the Harvard.
0: (laughs) Harvard, currently in first place. (laughs) We're biased. (laughs) Uh, Are you ready for administrative corner?
1: Oh my God, I love administrative corner. I'm always ready for it. We could have like every morning we could have administrative corner. And I'd be like, ah, this is the best.
0: Maybe day. you and I should just have like a little one-on-one <laughs> administrative corner.
1: Oh, you'd have my
0: wrapped attention. <laughs> I'm like, all right, and go, let's sit down, get your coffee. We'll do administrative corner. If you
1: ever want my attention, just say it's administrative corner and I'll come running like a <laughs> golden retriever. Oh,
0: this is good to know. Yeah. Um, so I have three items under administrative corner. Um, but the first one's sort of a sad one, but I wanted to talk about it anyway. So, um i have a couple friends that i have been friends with since like elementary school like literally two i mean there's people that i was friends with for longer than that but these are kind of two friends that i still like (laughs) oh i thought you
1: said since you were two
0: which is a long time i don't have any friends that are that i've known for that long maybe like fourth or fifth grade though yeah um So anyway, my friend, whose name is also Jen, in fact, she was the other Jen G in my class. I've said I've had to be Jen Go, because I couldn't just be Jen G, because there were two Jen Gs. She's the other Jen G.
1: Which is an awesome nickname, but it's a sad origin story.
0: Yeah. Um, So the other Jen G, her mom, Mary, um, who I, you know, as I became an adult, became friends with her independently. Um, She died this week. She had a stroke like 10 years ago and had mostly recovered from it and you know I had had dinner with them and you never would have known anything had happened but she had another stroke last week and I think they got her to the hospital but she had another one in the hospital and she died and it's very sad and I just wanted to like mention her here because she uh, also rescued golden retrievers like she fostered them and rescued them and then when I started thinking about doing it like when great when we got hops. And Great was like, you know, you should think about fostering. I was like, um, Mary, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like, do you have any advice? Like, what should I look like? What's going on? Like, this dog is just going to show up. And she was like, so nice and supportive and spent a ton of time like talking to me about it. And you know, figuring out what they need and helping them settle in and like what to expect and how to know, you know, if you have one that you should keep, if you want to keep one or if you should adopt them back out. She was just like really great. And you know, that's not like the only memory I have of her, but like when we started doing this dog stuff, I guess you were technically around that you never talked to her. Um, but she was just like really, <laughs> can't believe you never talked nice, to her.
1: <laughs> nice dismissal there. What, what the heck was that? I mean,
0: just I was collectively like when we started doing this, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not like she sat down with the two of us. I got right? it. I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was just like really helpful with among many things, like helping me get started um, with the dog rescuing. So I just wanted to give a little memory of that for her.
1: Not her. Maybe that's kind of her work continues through us a little
0: bit. She was also uh, very active in PFLAG, which is awesome. Like, even though we grew up Catholic and I mean, her funeral is at the Catholic Church. Like, she was super supportive of, like, young kids who were trans and, like, helping their families, like, figure it out. Um, She has a trans daughter. And I didn't
1: know what PFLAG was, actually.
0: Oh, hang on. Now I got to remember what the acronym is. All right. I had to go look it up because it's been so long. I didn't remember what it stood for. So it's parents. It was originally parents and friends of lesbians and gays and then became parents, families and friends of lesbians and gays. Um, And it was. Yeah. Anyway, it's P flag. That's nice. P F L A G. Um, So they just like generally are an advocacy group of, you know, I think primarily family members of the lgbtq community and she was really active with them and you know like we had talked about her going to you know talk with the parents about like how to support their young kids who were transitioning and she was just like wonderful and supportive
1: that's great she sounds awesome
0: she was a good one so yeah that was a sad one to start with but um a lot of people are gonna miss her uh okay shifting to like truly more administrative options the sound is messed up on the snaps.
1: Sure. I've. It's been pointed out. Well, since we're producers and not consumers, we didn't <laughs> catch it as quickly. Oh,
0: I caught it. There's just nothing to do about it.
1: It's Snapchat, guys.
0: When we upload the videos to Snapchat, and sometimes, for entirely arbitrary and perhaps random reasons, Snapchat drops the sound.
1: I'd like to blame Musk, but he's not involved in this one.
0: No, not now. So... Uh, We post the videos to Snapchat and then we export the like full days worth of videos and then that's what goes on YouTube and Twitter and everything else. So even if you follow us on Snapchat, some of the videos don't have sounds like it's it's the upload part where for some reason Snapchat is dropping the sound. We don't know why. There's all kinds of other weird issues that I kind of like try to work around. Yeah, but, but
1: I'm not turning it off. I'm not like whispering. I'm not doing anything different than I have been for the last years.
0: No, it's all the same. Um, so we are aware. We don't really have any power over it. Sorry. Except it's just like think of those as mystery times. <laughs> Mysteries. Mysteries. <laughs> um, and then the last administrative option is uh, the Remy Knot. You wanted to talk about the Remy Knot
1: just a little bit the the, the tail
0: clip so if you're a patreon or a super follower remy had this big old knot in his tail that we cut off because that's what we do with knots and then the knot has just kind of been hanging around and goes like this is cool and he took the knot and then the knot's been like in the kitchen and i'm like ingo are you doing something with this knot because we do not normally keep the knots and he's like i thought i might make a video or something and i was like hang on, let me get my bag of googly eyes. <laughs> so I put a couple googly eyes on the knot and Ingo made a video that went up a couple days ago for the Patreons and super followers, which people seemed to really like.
1: Yeah. I mean, not, it's just like a little tangle of fur, but when you cut it off, it was like right at the tip of Remy's tail. So it looks a little bit like the troll hair. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone remembers the troll dolls from the eighties or nineties. That's what it looked like, like a tuft of a little hair. Especially
0: so, once it had the googly eyes. It was
1: great. So I suggested jokingly that we could market these and make, you know, produce many of them, except then Remy would look all sh- like... Bald. Splotchy. <laughs> patchy. Because we'd be cutting off all his hair for merch. Oh, right. So probably not. Remy's, Remy's being a good sport about the whole
0: thing. <laughs> he does not know.
1: He does not know what he looks like.
0: Uh, you can't tell that it's missing. That's the thing. We cut the knots off all the dogs because you can't, absolutely cannot tell.
1: I mean, some of them turn into like little, almost like little braids because yeah. it, they just kind of get wet and twirl around and, and there's such fine hair, especially on the on the belly. Yep. So you, we try to brush them, but then it pulls, right? So you cut them off.
0: Just cut those off.
1: So in little splotches.
0: Yep. All right. It's time for dog updates. Wait. Uh,
1: okay. Go ahead. I have ramblings then. Yeah, that's fine
0: okay um I think the only real update this week is poor CB oh. uh so he had surgery on his elbow because he had an abscess and I think we were I was about to take him to the vet when we recorded last time.
1: yeah, that night mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and so we took him into the vet and um it's an abscess and uh they were like, well, we could wait for the culture to come back now it's been a week and the culture has still not come back as far as I know.
1: I don't know where that culture's going.
0: And I was like, that sounds like a bad idea because it's a big giant infection and it's way bigger now than it was two days ago. And the Dr. Jason, who's the overnight vet, he's like, yeah, it'll probably burst if we do that. We should get in there and take <laughs> care of it. And I was like, great. So he did surgery on Brody overnight and, uh, and just kind of took the whole infected lump out like without even breaking into like the capsule of it. So... He, I brought him in at like 10 p.m. And they're like, okay, well, we'll call you when he's done. And I was like, mm-hmm. Like, it's 10 p.m., you guys. And uh, I was like, you'll just keep him overnight, right? And they're like, well, I don't know. So they called after the <laughs> surgery. I was like, all stressed out. And so I was like, I'm going to go. And it was like 1230. You went for a midnight walk. I'm like, I got to go for a walk. Like, I'm all stressed out. And so I'm like walking. And I got about 15 minutes from the house. And they called. And they're like, okay, Brody's out of surgery. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, come pick him up. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, he's not doing well here. And I was like, oh, he's being a jerk. And they're like, well, he's kind of stressed out here. And then I later realized he, like, if we lock him in the kitchen and he doesn't want to be in there like behind the baby gate he starts chewing through the baby gate like he absolutely panics he's chewed on doors before he has shredded some blinds before like he does not like to be confined and we basically never do it so i forget it's a thing he does but i yeah. bet i bet he was in the crate and like trying to chew on the bars and freaking out so i was like all right so like i turned around i came home I got in the car and the vet's about 20 minutes <laughs> you away. Did. You went
1: 18 minutes towards yeah. the vet.
0: So I, I literally like drove over the bridge onto the island where the vet is. And then the phone rang and I'm like, hello. And he's like, sounds like you're in the car. And I was like, yep. He's like, well, the, you know, whatever medicine is finally kicked in. And he's absolutely zonked out. I don't think we could get him out so you can get him in the morning. And I was like, <sighs> okay. So I turned around and so like it, I got home at like 2 uh, a.m. without Brody. Bad night. Um, But it was fine. So I went and got him the next day. And um, so I guess it's been close to a week now. Mm -hmm. Um, The elbow is healing great, which is fine. Yep, Like that's good. Um, It's still not like totally healed over. Like you can, I was looking at it today. There's like a, you know, you can see the line there, Mm -hmm. um, but looks pretty good. But CB has not been feeling good. So he did okay the first day home and then like he wasn't eating and like that's really concerning especially for cb he
1: loves eating many meals
0: and then the next day he w- i guess i called and the next day he wasn't eating and and we finally you know we like put some chicken and stuff and he got him to eat his dinner and then he puked it all up onto remy's tail that's right they were both laying down and brody just went onto <laughs> remy's tail and remy's like interesting can i eat it and i was <laughs> like oh my god no So then we brought him in. All of this is at night to like emergency vet, of course.
1: Of course. He always waits till the evening.
0: (laughs) And uh, because I had called, you know, the first day he wasn't eating. I was like, he's not eating. And they're like, well, I called in the morning and they're like, see how he is tonight. And I was like, you know, he was okay." And then the next and then, you know, he puked up everything. So, yeah, brought him in. They did some x-rays. And uh, even though he's been like doing all his business fine, apparently his entire like colon is full things are not moving through fast enough so they gave him an enema they gave him some fluids some subcutaneous fluids he had a hump he yeah big the big hump they like if you haven't had your dog do this they like put like a liter of fluids (laughs) under the skin it's
1: like putting in a built-in iv like they just put they just empty an iv into the interstitial fluid underneath the skin
0: yeah so it looks like a camel sort of yeah but higher up by the neck yeah uh so we brought him home and the next day he still wasn't doing very good and wasn't eating and so i ended ended up having to bring him back also at night also at night in the middle of the night and i was like hello we we will keep coming back every single night um i don't even remember what they did
1: I think they just checked him Is that the one they didn't give him an x-ray they gave the x-ray before right
0: oh no this is because we brought him back in because he had some blood in his poop yep and so they did like a fecal sample and if they get like constipated like that like it can let more bacteria grow and it can kind of irritate things because stuff's not moving through fast enough so they gave him some flagell which is a good it's an antibiotic that helps with diarrhea which he doesn't have but also kind of intestinal stuff so he's been on that. He seems to be doing okay. We have we did not go back to the vet last night.
1: That's right. That was a good <laughs> night. He he would love to go swimming. He's been pretty perky today. Yeah. He he would love to go swimming, but he cannot because of his elbow. mm mm-hmm. um, But since that was his major exercise, I think he's probably kind of a board now.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But he's back to eating.
0: He was really lethargic for those few days too, yeah. and and now he's. I, I was like. It's saying something that he's lethargic because he mostly just sleeps all the time. But
1: <laughs> he was more lethargic. Yeah, yeah, he
0: was. He was really he out of it. And now closer he's just normal. To the ground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't think we have any other dog updates, do we? Guax, hops, Vink, Grammy. Everybody seems okay.
1: Yeah, Vink's got her weird sort of voice. Is still weird. Yeah. It's still deeper. Yep. Yeah. Change of life. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she's going through puberty finally. I know that's not how it works. But still. And yet.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay. You said you have something for ramblings.
1: I have much ramblings. Oh, wow. Well, one thing is... I think we're going to get a Brotschneider-Maschine again for Florida.
0: I have ordered a second Brotschneider-Maschine for Florida. And why? Well, last week... So, all right. So, there's this butter... (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is absurd
0: there's this farm called Animal Farm Ugh. they make butter only they have like 17 cows and they make butter for the French laundry and per se
1: They're in New Hampshire Maine Vermont, Vermont <laughs> one of those three We're up there somewhere yep um
0: so they make the butter for per se and the French laundry which are Thomas Keller's two restaurants one is in California one's in New York they both have super fancy three Michelin stars extremely fancy. And we've been to Per Se once for dinner, and they tell you the whole story of this lady and her seventeen cows. She
1: and churns her own butter by hand, and by every hand.
0: day they fly it from her farm to Per Se in the French Laundry. Every day,
1: unbelievable!
0: Uh, it's fucking insanely delicious. It is really good butter, <laughs> and <laughs> so twice once a year. Per se in the French Laundry, like, go on vacation for a week or two or something. And so they don't need the butter that the 17 cows make, but the cows keep making the milk for the butter. And so for, like, that one week, you can buy a pound of the butter from this one cheesemonger in New York. Saxelby Cheesemongers in New York it gets the Animal Farm butter that would go to Per se in the French Laundry, and you can buy it. And we don't need to talk about how much it costs because it's stupid, but we have bought some of it before. And this year I was like, I'm buying a pound of the fancy butter.
1: Everyone will not be surprised to know the last time we bought it, Jen and I didn't really coordinate so I bought as much as Jen did and we ended up with twice as much butter <laughs> we had a lot of because expensive I was like, butter. Oh, butter. was like oh I'll get some butter and she's like oh I'll get some butter and yeah we had a lot of butter
0: we coordinated this year this year
1: <laughs> I let you get the butter yeah. I did not you know undercut your butter but butter buying
0: when we had when we did this we've only done this twice when we did it the first time we had a butter party so we like went to whole foods and bought a whole we bunch we had of, so much <laughs> we bought a whole bunch of different breads and then we had some friends over and we just had breads and in the very good butter and it was a fun time
1: eat the damn butter people nobody leaves until the butter is
0: eaten so i was telling my therapist this story about the butter like around christmas I think for some reason we were talking about per se, the restaurant per se. And I was like, have you, you know about the butter? And he's, he's been to per se, but he's like, I don't know about the butter. So I told him the whole story and I told him about the butter party and it made me go like, I wonder when that butter is for sale. And so I looked it up. It was like literally next week, the butter goes on sale. And I was like, all right, this is a sign I will buy the butter. And uh, so the therapist was asking last week he's like did you get the fancy butter and i was like yeah you know we bought some of like the good bread from publix and he's like you really should be making your own bread <laughs> this is i don't know when he started if it's like a pandemic thing for him but he like loves making bread
1: this guy's an, a, a bread making acolyte or, <laughs> or, or prophet
0: and i was like listen I suck at making bread like I'm really not good with yeasted stuff I screw it up all the time it doesn't rise right and he's like here like let me give you a recipe so he gives me this recipe and so then I'm like in the kitchen and he goes like what are you doing and I was like my therapist said I have to make bread I'm not sure if it's therapy or just culinary
1: like you should get your money back for that one
0: (laughs) just culinary it turns out (laughs) Um, but he gave me the he just linked me to the New York Times no need bread recipe which is like as simple as it gets it takes 24 hours but it only takes like 10 minutes of work so you just like mix the stuff you don't need it you just mix it and then you let it sit for 18 hours and then you dump it out and you let it sit for 15 minutes and then you make it into a little ball and you let it sit for two hours and then you put it in the oven
1: seems to me the bread's doing all the work you're not doing squat. the
0: yeast is doing all of the work
1: you're just you're just moving around
0: it's delicious this bread yeah, turned out bread. great
1: really good bread it's so good all joking aside it's very good bread
0: um uh, and so we have these long skinny loaves and i've been making the bre- i made one loaf and we ate it all really fast and then i tried a couple variations that didn't work great and so now like every other day i'm making a new loaf of bread and uh and then goes like you know it would be good as if we had the watch <laughs> machina. machine and i was like you know what like you're right like i can cut this with a knife but it would be fun to have the brochneider machine. There are
1: use cases where it makes sense.
0: And so I, I bought us one. This so is
1: going to be so exciting. It is
0: in route. We will have uh, one in each house.
1: This will be very great. We may lose thin- fingers and thumbs, but this is going to be great.
0: It's interesting because you're really scared of my mandolin, but you're not scared of the brochneider machine.
1: It's a slower blade, and <laughs> it's not as much fingertip action.
0: It is powered, though.
1: You have actually sliced your finger on the mandolin. I have not actually cut my finger on a bro brochneider machine.
0: That's true. I. I still got, I lost part of my finger to the mandolin.
1: I I associate the mandolin with your blood. And <laughs> you weren't po- even there, but the man,
0: it was it a mess. B-
1: you just told the story so well that I <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: called you. I was like, "Listen, I can't stop bleeding, vivid. but it's just my finger, yeah. so I probably will be fine." Who
1: wants to get that call? Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> so, I, I uh, yes. Yes. I, I may be too, you know, optimistic about the butchering machine, but so far so good. Knock on wood. It's just being used for good and not for bad. Yep. All right, I have more. Good. Rambling since it wasn't good and en- it wasn't deemed good enough for administrative corner. You,
0: I was ready to let you talk, and you were like, "I'll save it for ramblings," I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did say that. <laughs> um, we, you, and I tried to find a comet yesterday that's supposed to be in the sky visible. <laughs> it's not as visible as it as it, the article made it say. There's a comet. Visible now that hasn't been t- visible since fifty thousand years ago.
0: Yep, and I'm sorry, what fifty thousand year old person told them they saw the comet then?
1: I know they probably had memory issues anyway.
0: They didn't have binoculars. They keep saying you gotta yeah, have they binoculars. They didn't have fifty thousand year old binoculars. Tripping
1: on mushrooms fifty thousand years ago.
0: Seriously, I saw all kinds of things in the sky. Anyway,
1: it's supposed to be green, and it's, it's supposed to be visible, and it was neither of those things for us. And we have like a telescope that we, we tried to look. We spent a lot of time. And we're in the Keys where there's not too much light pollution. Extreme dark. We can see the Milky Way. Yeah, we we saw a lot of little dots in the sky and flecks, but no uh, no comets.
0: Though, you know, we when we finally gave up on finding the comet, uh, Ingo's like, well let's look at jupiter because Jupiter's out and really bright now so we turned it on there and it looks like a little white dot and then i was like you can see the moons of jupiter in yeah. the telescope that was amazing that was fucking cool i mean it's very small like we don't have a like, super powerful telescope
1: well, we have like a student telescope
0: but you can see like three or three or four tiny little dots around jupiter and that was awesome yeah that was cool so i th- was thrilled
1: that was good wasn't as good as seeing a green comet
0: no we've we've struck out on the comet this, for sure
1: this it's being overhyped sad Na- nasa quit lying to, to
0: I, you know i think if you had like a big really powerful telescope and one where you could just like beep boop in like the coordinates <laughs> and it like Wait, points itself over there
1: that's like mona kea <laughs> <laughs> that's you know who I'm, has telescopes like that i
0: think there's in between 12
1: meter telescopes
0: <laughs> oh my god anyway we didn't see it you're totally it was, right
1: it was a bit of a emotional roller coaster the other thing i wanted to mention is i learned a new word yeah our follower our friend of the squad noel from virginia sent us a christmas card and she has a picture of herself with Schmieg. oh yeah from a meetup a long time ago in clarendon when we went to a dog park and there was a fountain and That stuff. was a fun time yeah it was nice it was just hard to park i think it was the, the mm-hmm. big drawback there But she has a picture of herself and she has, this is all in her her card, um, which was lovely. She said she used it for her dating profile for a long time and referred to it as dog fishing (laughs) because she was using Shmeag, someone else's dog, for her dating profile, which I think is hilarious. She's
0: in the picture though. It's not just Oh, she's in the picture.
1: She looks great. She looks super happy. Um, Yes. And Shmeag looks great too. (laughs) but it's dog fishing <laughs> in that it's not her dog. That's great. So I thought that was hilarious. It's like a good counter a counterpart to catfishing. It's not it's not actually deceptive about her at all. She looks exactly the way she looks. But the dog is extra. <laughs> I hope
0: Shmi got her a bunch of dates.
1: I hope so too. I hope so too. <laughs> but I will now use dog fishing. It's great. If I can. That's excellent. So thanks Noel. You've made us all um, you've enriched our lives.
0: <laughs> uh, you got anything else?
1: Nope, that was it. Okay, that was pretty good for me. That, that was like a impressive. whole freaking slew of things. Yeah.
0: Well, uh I guess I have like one and a half stories. The okay. first one is two arrested following traffic stop. Unfortunately, there are no spike strips deployed in this. I do love a good spike strip. Is there biting? Oh my god, I I didn't put the biting story in here. I was trying to think. I'm like, I know I have a keys story and i didn't link it and it is a biting story so i excuse me vink vinkman i cattle i i have an account don't bite anyone on twitter where i tweet news of people (laughs) who get arrested for biting other people and there was a keys one this week but i think it's so fucked up which is why i didn't put it in there which is this coasty this coast guard guy oh yeah got arrested because like Sleepover? Three, like, 12-year-old girls were having a sleepover at his house. You can't tell if it's, like, his... I assume it's not his daughter, but, like, maybe his stepdaughter or, like, whatever. There were these girls having a sleepover, and they were kind of, like, wrestling around in the bed. And he, like, jumped in and started wrestling with them, bit a bunch of them on, like, the thighs, was, like, groping them. So he got arrested for, you know, essentially sexual assault or whatever it's called for what he did which was extremely fucked up biting biting and but also like inappropriate touching on the thighs like just the idea of like some middle-aged dude going like i'm gonna jump in with these like 12 year olds and wrestle with them super fucked up that's not the story of the week no that's but not
1: that's not funny biting that's bad biting. i didn't
0: even tweet that one out i was like that is too disturbing it's too bad no, if it's like, you know, whatever, a cop bit somebody or somebody bit a cop, like that's sort of expected. Not that anybody should bite anyone, because as we say, unless they ask you to, don't do it.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And it's rare that they ask you to, but they might.
0: I, I, I think it's quite common. We just don't get news about it. Fair. Okay,
1: I might be <laughs> rare and we just don't get news about it. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't go looking for it, but I think there's plenty of people in the world who consensually want to be bitten. <laughs> and it is just not reported.
1: I agree with the last part, especially. Yes. I, I mean, nobody, I encounter this. Nobody puts that in the paper. Like somebody has to be bitten <laughs> today, and they were, and they liked it.
0: <laughs> okay, so this story is two arrested following traffic stop. A man and woman were arrested Sunday after they resisted arrest during a traffic stop.
1: Don't resist arrest.
0: Joel of Spring Valley, Ohio, was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer. And law enforcement officer and Catherine. I was reading ahead. Catherine of columbus ohio was charged with resisting arrest so they stopped their ford van northbound driving on the bike path
1: that's bad and
0: crossing the lane divider stock
1: island too which is like there's a lot of bikers and pedestrians and and
0: streets is that the people that we saw in the van driving on the bike path remember i was like are they taking a picture
1: yeah i mean i get maybe
0: Oh, no, this was 12.15 a.m.
1: No, oh, this was I the middle of the of night. We made, someone was recreating this, maybe.
0: Just driving on the bike path. Bet. Joel was the driver. He initially refused to exit the van or lower his window. He eventually exited and attempted to close the door, hitting a deputy, while at the same time slamming his body against the deputy. So he t-
1: <laughs> Just awkward l- 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 flailing about, it sounds like.
0: He then tensed his body and resisted efforts to be handcuffed. Meanwhile, Catherine resisted lawful commands to exit the truck. She also tensed up and resisted being handcuffed. Both suspects were taken to jail.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it just sounds like they started in a bad place, which is driving on a bike path next to Route 1.
0: Now, see, if you listen to, like, the Shut the Fuck Up Friday guys, right? Like, they have the script... And they're like, cops may be like, why aren't you cooperating? Like, I'm just asking where you're going. I'm just asking what you're doing. I'm just asking if this is what you live. Why aren't you cooperating? And they're always like, cooperating isn't telling them stuff that you don't have to tell them. Cooperating is when they ask for your license and registration, you give the registration. It's when they tell you to get out of the car, you get out of the car. It's If they say they're going to handcuff you, you let them handcuff you. Like, that's cooperating and you don't get in trouble. You You do that. Or otherwise you will get in trouble. Right. But talking you don't have to do and that it's not cooperating to talk. Like, right.
1: You, just telling them stories is not necessary. Yeah.
0: So these guys did not follow the script.
1: Well, they did apparently not. They did shut up. They just didn't cooperate.
0: I mean, they we have no idea if they shut up or not. They were taken to jail.
1: Well, they probably were ranting and raving, frank, fr- frankly.
0: <laughs> the other very short story is suspected cocaine washes ashore. Mm-hmm. Could be part of the same thing. People conducting a community cleanup at Harry Harris Park found a brick of suspected cocaine on the beach at approximately 9.30 a.m. on Saturday. The brick weighed approximately one kilogram. It was turned over to the U.S. Border Patrol and presumably taken to jail.
1: (laughs) I don't think they should take that to the jail. I don't think that's something they should (laughs) hand out at the jail.
0: Well, there you go.
1: I mean, maybe they all had to test it. It's suspected cocaine, guys. (laughs) Can you test it for us?
0: They also installed a flag retirement box. (sighs) <sighs> that was the keeps. big
1: story for like two days oh, on God. conch life is that they they just yes now you can jam your old flags into this re- flag retirement box
0: and it's got this picture of this lady like smiling and like holding a flag like half in the box like <laughs> ah ah flag in the box
1: does that apply to all flags or just american flags what about oh, that's interesting conch flags conch republic flags we've lost <laughs> a few
0: i know i think you're probably allowed to just throw those How about in ukrainian trash? flags I mean, maybe they will burn the flags.
1: Yeah, there's a whole ceremony mm-hmm. there, I think, mm-hmm. or or ritual.
0: It doesn't say they have to be American, but it is the American Legion. So who knows?
1: I'm putting an old flag in there.
0: Okay, yeah, see what happens.
1: <laughs> no, I don't want to be chased by a bunch of old <laughs> veterans and You'd scooters. In like their <laughs> sc- and they their rascals. <laughs> there are movies like that.
0: Uh, all right. Uh, German word of the week?
1: Um Sich verkrümeln. Ich verkrümel mich. Verkrümeln.
0: I have no idea.
1: To crumify oneself.
0: God, I was going to say to becrum oneself and yeah, I was bec- like, that's dumb.
1: Becrum, be, 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 yeah, to become oneself. To become crumbs. Okay, so
0: fuck, I did know it and I was just not confident It doesn't enough.
1: really make a lot of sense, but it's it's a word for just like slinking away, oh. quiet, quietly disappearing. If someone has verkrümelt, that means he kind of just Exited
0: Interesting That's not what ich I would have
1: Ich verkrümel mich mal And it just means I don't, I don't know if it's like You leave a trail of breadcrumbs as you leave I don't know what, it, what it's yeah. from Right But it's like Slunk away But the word literally means to Turn yourself into crumbs
0: Interesting <laughs> Yeah Maybe yeah. it's
1: like The bread is gone And there's just a bunch of crumbs left Or something <laughs> I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know what the visual is with it I haven't done that research Verkrümeln Verkrümeln but it's to, you know it's reflexive, so you yeah. to yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. You <laughs> Thank got any, you. Got anything for Ingo Corner? I know you got a lot of rambling time, but you can Ingo Corner if you want to. Uh,
1: nope, nothing special. Okay. No, nope, no, nope, nope. happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Excellent.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here too. Yeah, that's good. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.